What is going on, guys? Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, I am Eric, and I am joined by... This is Christian. And Sam. I was ahead of you this time. You were. I was ready. (laughs) She fucking hip-fired that. So I felt a little I felt like I needed to like be a deer in the headlights for a second. Yeah, I saw it. You like perked up. You were, this is the most attentive I've seen you in weeks. Did I you get a nap today? No, I actually didn't have a pre podcast nap. <laughs> Do you know what it was? It was a coffee at five thirty in the afternoon. I debated on making a coffee at like four forty five this afternoon. Do it. Just <laughs> You hit- I got a new mug. It says Basic Witch. It was two fifty at Marshall's. You can't beat that. I. It, it's so cute. It's like the little speckled ones. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I, it says Basic I so. Witch. I just decided I on I almost bought the one that said Creeping It Real. <gasps> we should have oh, gotten it. One of the Ray Dunn mugs, the little travel mugs. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. I wanted one so bad. Marshall's down on mine was sold out, fuckers. Yeah. All I you wanted, dunners. I wanted the one that uh, said that, but... They only had one, and I was like, eh, I don't want to spend $10 That's on That's, like, that. literally my favorite day besides Halloween is November 1st. Do you know why November 1st is my favorite day? Because all the Halloween stuff's on sale? Yeah. Halloween stuff. Home decor. <laughs> Sam. Home, Home decor. decor. Yeah, people that come to our house think that we just didn't take down our decorations yet, and I'm like, oh. Oh, they don't no. know. <laughs> oh, they don't know. They don't know. They don't realize. So, basically, at the Creeps in the Crypt studio... Uh, slash our house. Uh, <laughs> it's Halloween comes down. Never. Like November 15th. And then I put up Christmas. And then on January 1st, Halloween goes back up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We even have a black Christmas tree for our studio. I love the black Christmas tree. I know. It's, it's a classic. Great. It's a classic. And tis the season. You know, we're doing cold cases and shit. Speaking of cold cases... We have our first winner of the first <gasps> deck. Uh, so I set it up, rolled a dice, and one through five w- was a winner, and six, it was roll again. Are we doing a drum roll on this? Do you guys want to do a drum roll? I kind of do. Oh, there you go. Sam had it. <laughs> Sam's kind of got it. Yeah. I mean, do, you guys, do you guys want to beat on the cushions of the couch? Or? Yeah, sure, we can. Ready? All right, well, that doesn't synchro- sound like synchronize it. it. Okay, for fuck's sake. We have to look at each other before we do it. <laughs> it is Bussagai79 is the winner. I bet you never would think that you would say that in a straight face, would you? No. No. I guess no. Bussagai. How does, how does it feel? I, I, I don't know what he's busting on a guy, but I know he's a big fan of the show, and he's been with us since the OG show that we referenced last week. Well, I'm glad he won, then. Uh, uh, me too. Good for him. Congrats. Yes. We're going to be in contact with you to get your address. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll message you probably before this episode comes out, because we record on Tuesday nights before the episode drops on Fridays. So I'll message you probably now. Right after this. Yes. So. And just, are you going to put a contingency in there just because, you know, a lot of. If you won, you can't enter again. Yes. Also, if you do not answer us. I would say that if we don't get an answer back from you by the end of the weekend. By Friday. Please get back to us if we do message you. But he'll, he'll answer us. He will. I know. I'm saying for future winners. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please make sure that you guys are checking your DMs. And if you do win, please make sure that you answer us back and at least let know that you acknowledge what you won. Yeah. Because we're going to move on. Mm, There's other creeps. And post it on your Instagram as a post and tag us to let you know that you got the the prize. Yeah, we would love to see you guys with your new deck. That would be super cool. I'll make a graphic for it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hold it up. Tag us in a co- in the in the post. Eric wants you to whore us out yeah, hard. Whore, whore me out now. This is a whore house. When did this become a whore house? It's a whore. Yeah, it's a whore house. Ooh, it's a house of whores. I am not wearing makeup today, so yes, it is a horror house. I can I, all I can think of is like WAP. There's some there's some horrors in this house. Get out. I'll, 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 I'll see myself out now. <laughs> Salem, escort. Security. I've been fired, folks. I've been fired from my own show. <laughs> it's bullshit. All right. Well, we don't have any new Apple podcast reviews. So, guys, get with the program. Leave us some reviews. We love you all. Yes. And we love it more when you leave us reviews. Oh, and executive producer Salem has showed up to the set. So, I guess I'm being escorted off the premises. Mm-hmm. My, All right, later, Eric. For my lameness. Peace out, bitch. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm up in this bitch, at least to, for the next hour. So. At least for the next hour. Same. At least for the next hour. So, uh, we are doing our first case from the decks. Mm-hmm. And Sam... Which case is this? So last week we pulled the King of Spades, which was Tiffany Sessions of Gainesville, Florida. So in doing these has really like tested my deep dive rabbit hole finding slash digging skills. Has it? I feel yes. Like, I feel like what you sent us the notes in like an, a couple of days instead of like waiting. You to, sent the notes on Sundays. So, yeah, I think I started Saturday afternoon. I believe it. Now, reading the notes that you sent, it, you kick it off with doing this cold case segment has really challenged me as a researcher and a true crime fanatic. And a self-proclaimed cold case princess because we all know who the queen is. Sam... I'm not going to lie here. It sounds like (laughs) you wrote your own Wikipedia bio. Sounds like it. Like, I imagine. Was that your joke? No, no, no. Hold on. It gets better. Give me a second. It's a build. It's a slow slow build. Okay. You're starting off on a slow clap. Sam, I know when you write the notes because (laughs) it is, it is like watching Salem lick his own dick at the first of the episode. You're just like, I try mm, to have a good I'm opening a, line, okay? You are the most What did you have to What? At least I love myself, okay? Someone has to. <laughs> Eric, you know what? I've watched you suck your own dick sitting on that same exact spot. Yeah. So. And me get, and Sam have sat well, here look, and watched. Unlike it. Salem, I can't get my legs behind my own head. <laughs> either so more power to him these don't say otherwise 
Just that part. I am proud of the rabbit hole that I dug, okay? I am proud. I'm excited to hear this. So is that fuck what you. you. Is that what you call it, your rabbit hole? <laughs> no, it's the red snapper. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Sam's killed me. <laughs> Sam has killed me. I am deader than the, the girl that we are covering this evening. <laughs> Even Sam's like, I don't have to subject myself to this shit. He got off the table. <laughs> Sam got the fuck off the table and left. He's like, I don't have to subject myself to this abuse. <laughs> I got broke, Christian. <laughs> Oh, poor executive producer Salem. He says, I quit on you guys. He literally just like got up off the coffee table and just fucking left. Uh, he said, fuck you guys, I'm he's out. He's like, I don't need this shit tonight, I'm out of here. I'm fucking nuts. Damn, that beats Bagusi so out of the fucking water. <laughs> it's my gingerbread house. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I had to make it faster. Please tell me that's not what you call your vagina is your gingerbread house. Please tell me that's not what you call your vagina, Sam. I'm going to go with Salem if it is. I don't call that seriously. But it's been referenced as that in the past? Oh, no. Oh, the worst. Oh, no. Do you remember the witch that invited the kids in to die? In her gingerbread house. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it does get iced every now and then, so. say, <laughs> <laughs> what do you throw them in the oven? Oh no. <laughs> what a time oh to be alive. <laughs> oh, well, this has gone off the rails completely and That'll than, teach you to talk shit, Eric. That'll I, teach you to talk I don't know, shit. This might be the best <laughs> ten minutes of podcasting we've ever done as a as a trio. So I will say that this might be the funniest ten minutes we've ever done. <laughs> I'm in tears. I broke Christian. We broke me. Salem. He said, "Fuck this shit." I don't. I don't. All, deserve it. Like you guys All I out. need to do is like imitate a snapper and say him started up again. She He's like, he goes, "Don't talk about my dinner like that. It comes out of a can, oh, madam." No. There's no red snapper kitty treat or oh, kitty God. I don't know his. Dinner does kind of smell <gasps> awful. Yeah. Like shitty mm -hmm. pussy. Ooh. Okay, well, mine does not smell like that. I said shitty pussy. I didn't say Sam's pussy. I don't know what Sam's pussy smells like. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> Hopefully, in my mind, I would hope that it would smell like ginger. Or like, I don't know. Not, not a red snapper. I hope to God. <laughs> oh. That might be a little bit much. All right, oh well, we've God. gotten a little off topic here, folks. So let's get back into the story of Tiffany Sessions. <laughs> what a session this has been. <laughs> now that we've moved past Sam's vagina or gingerbread yes, house. Yes, we all just got a little bit closer. Listen, you know, I actually, kind of feel, I actually feel better because half the time I've, I feel like I'm talking about some part of my vagina, but I'm glad Sam has brought hers into this. Eric, when are you going to bring your bagussie into this shit? <laughs> Tis the season. You mean my 
penis? <laughs> I'm waiting for the penis to get brought into this. Well, you know, we'll cover a male serial killer, and I'm sure my dick will get brought into something. Mm. Dicks but are the problems. Let's get into Tiffany's sessions today. Uh, Sam has been very excited about this case. I've never seen Sam finish notes as quick as this. Really? Yeah. You like I mean, when I t- this shit. I did. We unveiled the episode on Tuesday of last week, and I think you sent me the notes on... I don't even think it was Sunday. Hold on, let me let me look that shit up because it was impressive. I was like, God damn, Sam. It was the Like I had to go back and dig for the, the note file. The sixth. <laughs> yeah, so on the sixth, so before we even like put out the fucking episode, you were done with the notes. So proud go of, you. Proud of you. Go Listen, you. Listen, it was really I like stayed up. Oh, we and know what you're here for. You're here for the cold case shit. It's my bread and butter, nah, I know. baby. It's my favorite. So you guys are in good hands why. with Sam at the helm for the next... Just call me the cold case princess. Four weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like I said last week, we pulled the King of Spades out of the first edition Florida cold case deck. And it was Tiffany Sessions, 20 years old, from Gainesville, Florida. She was a student at UF studying finance. She was in her junior year at the time of her disappearance. She had a 3.5 GPA. She was a really pretty girl with blonde hair and brown eyes. It's important for later. She had started a new workout routine after the Christmas break. She took a power walk every day around 5 p.m. This She took the same route, which never is have f- a routine. Never, never, never have, a routine. have a routine. Remember, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer wanted to kill that jogger that ran by his house every day. Yep. And the one day he decided he was going to do it, the jogger. Clearly, she didn't, didn't have children because. My life in the morning is chaotic. It doesn't matter. I don't really know where I'm going after I drop Jackson off. I'm like, I could just like run away one of these days. Sometimes she shows up at the house with a new cat. You enjoy the... Hey, listen. Any guy is happy when you show up with pussy. So yep, that is true. It wasn't the pussy that you were expecting. It melted but- my heart. Yes. She's so cute. She is. Intern Lucy is who we're talking about. <laughs> On February 9th, 1989, Tiffany got ready for her usual power walk just before 5 p.m. She told her roommate that she was leaving and walked out the door. She was wearing red sweatpants, a long sleeve white pullover with gray stripes, Reebok sneakers, and she was carrying a black Walkman. Tiffany also wore her silver and gold ladies Rolex watch. She left her wallet and ID at home. Several hours passed and Tiffany still wasn't home. So her roommate got in her car and drove down to Williston Road where Tiffany walked every day, hoping to catch sight of her. But she saw no sign of Tiffany. She then called Tiffany's mom, Margaret, and told her that she couldn't find Tiffany and she was missing. It was Margaret Sessions who ultimately reported Tiffany missing. The the police, naturally, were hesitant to consider that a crime had occurred, obviously. 
she hadn't been missing for that long. It'd been yeah, what did I say? A couple hours. Yeah. Well, it's a mom. Right. Like you're missing for a couple hours. I'm hunting your ass. Locked, loaded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there were no signs of a struggle in her apartment, the parking lot. So the police are basically like there hasn't there's no crime scene. So and she hasn't missing that long. So there's nothing that we can really do yet, which bullshit. But whatever. I have my opinions on that. Well, it was 1999. 89. Oh, 89. Even worse. Well, yes. Late 90s. It's kind of... yeah, I know. I know. I tried to give him a little bit of slack with the 90s. Anything past like 95 before DNA testing really got. When yeah. was DNA testing like really like 95, 96? Um, yeah, it came more popular after the OJ case. Pretty much. When was that? 97. No. Oh, what was it? When was OJ? I'm having a fucking brain fart. Oh my god, Sam. I don't remember. Hold on a second. The internet will save us. I feel so stupid. This is like one of my favorite cases of all time. And I can't even tell you what fucking year it happened. Are you kidding me? I need to be medicated. 1995. Okay, I was going to say 97. No, we were... I wanted to say 97. I said 95. I said between, what, 96 and 97. I was off by a year. But that's when DNA really was, like, after that. Yeah, after that, it was like, okay, maybe we should, uh... Maybe should we look at that thing that those scientists (laughs) are talking about? Yeah. Witnesses later came forward and reported that they saw Tiffany that Friday evening... Some said that they saw her talking to several random vehicles and possibly entering one of them. Police haven't been able to confirm or deny these reports or whether the woman in question that was seen was even Tiffany. So there were no like there had I guess they didn't really have a way to be like, okay, like traffic camps or something, you know, like there were no. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't like central surveillance. At the time. Yeah, this is 89, so no. And what was there probably wasn't the greatest. No, it's like those shitty closed-circuit cams, which somehow still pick up better shit than, like, cell phones do these days. <laughs> Funny. Well, they're constantly running. Well, no, anytime somebody submits, like, paranormal caught-on-tape type shit, it looks like it's been filmed on a fucking potato. Yeah. Like, I've said that before, but it, it's it's true. Mm, absolutely. Patrick Sessions, Tiffany's dad, jumped right into action. He organized one of the largest missing person search parties in Florida history. He's like this big real estate mogul guy. Well, that explains why she has a fucking Rolex, because... At 20 years old. I mean, I had a fake one, but my friends were pawnbrokers. And some guy, like, brought in a fake one to pawn and... They're like, we're not giving you any money for this. It's fucking fake. And he's like, well, fuck it. You keep it then. It's like, I will take that. (laughs) Over 700 volunteers, including UF students, naval recruits, Marine reservists, and even some of the Miami Dolphins themselves showed up to help search for Tiffany. Pat set up a hotline that received to receive 600 calls a day. He utilized the media. He organized press conference where Dan Marino, 
the Miami Dolphins quarterback, for those who didn't know. I didn't. I'm not an NFL gal. The name sounded familiar, but that was You never heard of Dan Marino? I mean, the name sounded familiar. From Pet Detective? He was in Pet Detective. Finkel is Onhorn. Onhorn is Finkel. Nothing. Mm Mm-mm. Are you serious right now? All right, so we're going to make Sam watch uh, Ace Ventura after this. you never seen Ace Ventura? Like the Jim Carrey version? Yeah. The, the when only it version. first came out. Oh. You haven't watched it since? No. Judgment. You, should, you definitely should. It's great film. It's okay. So, Dan Marino, future Governor Jeb Bush, and John Walsh himself spoke oh, at this press conference. Royalty. Right? He's the granddaddy of cold cases. They, all these people spoke at this conference to generate publicity towards Tiffany's case. Two weeks after Tiffany's disappearance, her case was upgraded to a kidnapping case. Pat Sessions offered a $75,000 reward for any information on his daughter. A few months into the investigation, a man contacted Pat claiming that he knew where Tiffany was and that she needed medical attention and actually demanded $250,000 from him. For what? The information? I guess that he he was like, give me 250K or I'll like, he like threatened Tiffany's life if he didn't get the 250K. Clearly, he, had, yeah. he was a crazy person. <clears throat> yeah. So he was a Florida man. Yeah. He was eventually. We love you, Florida. Yeah, we we love Florida. He was eventually caught by the FBI. He turned out to be a con man, shocker, and was sentenced to prison for six years. By the fall of 1989, I've been chosen. Just kidding. No, no, no. I haven't. Fine, Salem. <clears throat> by he the got, fall, he got over the the jokes at his expense. Right? There we go. By the fall of 1989, the reward was up from 75000 to 250000 for Tiffany's safe return and an extra 100000 for any information leading to her kidnappers. So you could get anywhere from seventy-five dollars to $350,000 for her return and information leading to an arrest. No shit. In 89. That's, that's good fucking money. I just want to know what that would be worth now. Probably like five hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Uh, maybe not that much, but no. I would say maybe like four fifty. Hmm. Only a few solid something like that. Yeah, I think it'd be closer to five. Possibly, maybe now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like right now, today. Only a few solid leads came from this, though, before the headlines were taken over by Danny Rowling, aka. The Gainesville Ripper in August of 1990. Who we will cover in a later episode, probably 2024. We almost did him this year, didn't we? Yeah, he got bumped for Ed Kemper Part 3. That's fine. It was worth it. Duh. In 1994, a missing child hotline got a tip about Tiffany. The caller said that she, as well as two other girls, Tracy Coe, and Elizabeth Miller were being held against their will in Austin, Texas, and being forced into prostitution. Tracy had disappeared from Pennsylvania in 89 and Elizabeth from Colorado in 83. But this turned out to be another hoax, and Tiffany's case went cold yet again. A man named Michael Knickerbocker 
was sentenced to life in prison for the 1989 sexual assault of a Gainesville college student who was the same age as Tiffany and also the 1989 murder of a 12-year-old Stark girl. Why is he relevant to the story? Well, he told a fellow inmate that he chained Tiffany to a tree that night that she disappeared and murdered her a little while later. He disposed of her body in the, I'm going to fuck this name up, Kalosahatchee? Don't, don't, don't tell me if I did it wrong. Don't just let me have it. I would have I would have believed it. Don't tell me if I said it wrong. Just let me have it. Which is near Fort Myers. Police searched the area but didn't find anything worth noting. Though they weren't really surprised because the river would have taken any evidence a ways away and enough time had passed for any kind of evidence to be destroyed. I wonder <clears> how many people are dumped in the rivers in Florida. Yes. Just the answer is yes. Yeah. There's no telling. All the like between the the alligators or the current. Yeah, but the gators don't really they don't eat the whole body though. Mm. Yeah, but I mean like the other fish will. Yeah. Whatever's left. They're gonna pick over it. And the bones are still there though. And then and- you have to worry about the, the fucking pythons down there too. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of a python that ate a goddamn alligator. I have a new fear that just got lo- unlocked. Yeah, because people will buy these fucking Burmese pythons and dump them in the Everglades. So, that goes my want of riding a fan boat in the Everglades. I'm good on that. Yeah. I will watch videos of it. I don't know. Glad I could, <clears throat> you know, educate you on that. And Like, Eric coming in clutch, ruining another... Another excursion. Yeah, I've got a habit of ruining fucking vacation plans. I don't for know people. if it really ruined it though, because I'd be really pissed if I got attacked by a fucking Python Eric, which was like, Yeah, I told you so. Or yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. He would do that. Like, you didn't know about those pythons? Damn, Sam, you're Yeah, see? You and then I'd come and haunt your ass. Them. Yeah. I'd I'd be in a little clown doll at Goodwill, so Eric would so Christian would come love me. Oh, come love you don't, so don't put, hard. Don't put that fucking juju on me. <laughs> I would take you home and we'd have tea parties. It would be super Perfect. Fun. Haunted tea parties. Haunted tea oh, parties. I think I'd be in one of those Marie Alexander dolls. Yes. <clears throat> All the I yes. I think I'd do that. Yeah. The cute little like bonnets and stuff. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would have taken you home immediately. Be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you're coming home with me. Perfect. Eric now I know like, what to inhabit. He goes, where did this come from? I'm, I don't know, baby. It just showed up. She chose me. I yep. would strap that fucking doll to a goddamn mortar round from a firework so quick. Yep. And then Eric would wonder why the cats are chewing his balls off in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. He'd be you like, can't do that to me. Nope. I don't fuck <clears> with <throat> dolls, man. I know you don't. I don't. I don't have any here. That's why I'm so worried about... A certain episode next year, but we'll get to that next year. Oh, you mean? Mm. <clears throat> I'm so excited. In August of 2002, so we are now 13 years. Yeah. We're 13 years in, right? Time flies Did when I you're do cold. God damn. <laughs> I did that math right, right? Yes. 89 to 02? Yeah. Okay. That math is mathing. Thank you. Math is hard. It is hard. 
Investigators searched an area outside of Gainesville where Michael claimed to have buried her sweatshirt she was wearing that night. So the white pullover with the gray stripes. And they were able to recover a piece of bloodstained fabric. Tests were ran against Tiffany's DNA, but no results were ever released. There was a rumor that the fabric that was found was not the same material as like sweatshirts were made from. Michael later claimed that his, quote, confession was nothing but a sick joke. There's a special place in hell for people like that. Right? Like, what What are it you really looking is. to accomplish? Like, you're, what happens a lot of times is, like, people like Henry Lee Lucas it will just confess to shit just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Just because they think it'll get them out a little bit earlier or, like... Or what does it matter? They'll get a little time out on the road and they're like, the guards take them out to lunch to McDonald's or some shit. If they help them with the case. Mm. You, you get like a bunch of like sickos like that. Like one of the killers from South Carolina, Pee Wee Gaskins used to do that shit. He'd fuck with, be like, yeah, I think, I think I buried him around here and then nothing would happen. They wouldn't find shit. And then they'd take him back to jail after they bought him lunch. And mm-hmm. He fucked around for a little bit. That's so just for attention. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's still like, I hope you get the worst karma possible. Yeah, it's it's really fucked up to like give the family hope and shit and then just like be fucking with them the entire time. I don't, Yeah. So, jump ahead to 2014. The Sessions family spoke with News for Jax. They said, quote, she was the life of the party, a lot of fun, very outgoing, very social. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody stopped at the side of the road, if she was walking by, for her to approach the vehicle and speak with them. <clears throat> uh, Tiffany's brother, Jason, said... He also stated, quote, until we find answers, we can't really have peace with it either. So you live forever searching for those answers and trying to bring the comfort to the family and what we're missing. End quote. Pat Sessions, Tiffany's dad, told CBS News, quote, we are all trying to get a handle on what possible explanation. Did she have a boyfriend no one knew about? She didn't have her wallet, her driver's license. Her car was at her her condo. And like, that's the scary part. Like, she just fell off the face of the earth. She just vanished. Yeah. She didn't have any money, no ID, no car, nothing. Just a Walkman. Jim Eckert. And a Rolex. And a Rolex. Well, yeah. Jim Eckert, one of the lead detectives back in 89, said, quote, this woman literally vanished off of the face of the earth. End quote. In February 2014, the biggest break in the case was released. Alachua County Police released the name of their prime suspect, a serial killer named Paul Rolls. Paul was in Gainesville at the time, working as a pizza delivery driver and for a construction company near where Tiffany would jog during the time that um, Tiffany, as well as another woman whose body was discovered, lived nearby. Jason Sessions has no doubt in his mind that Paul Rolls is the man responsible for the disappearance of his sister. He said, quote, we received reports of Tiffany getting into a red car and certainly Paul was driving a red Bronco. So that matches up pretty clearly. If you look at his previous victims, his first victim was in the 70s, was kind of a spitting image of my sister. And she is. 
crazy. He had a type. Paul Most serial killers do. Well, yes. Paul served nine years for the sexual assault and murder of a Miami woman named Linda Frieda back in 1972. Many are left wondering how Paul got out of prison after nine years when he was sentenced to life in prison. Well, the prisons get overcrowded and they start letting people go. I feel like a murderer should not be on the list of consideration. Honest to God, how many fucking times have we seen this? A lot. Like a fucking lot. Especially in like they're, the 80s and 90s. They're they fucking look- behind. Even before that, like Rodney Acola was in fucking prison. Like a lot of these guys are in fucking prison and then they let them out. Well, Goddamn Gacy. Good behavior. Gacy was a model prison. These guys are, they know how to work the system. They're model prisoners when they're there and they're like, I'm reformed. And then they get back to their old shit. Like a couple months after they get out, that itch starts to come back to mm-hmm. kill again and they fucking go and do it. We've seen it time and time again and it's just shitty fucking prison system shit. It like, is. These guys are goddamn animals and they need to be locked away. Like, I'm sorry, if you have a body count, you need to be locked the fuck away. Yeah, like you shouldn't even be on the list of consideration. No. For release. Ever. Like, they need to get better at doing psyche valves, but these guys are they outsmart the system time and time again. Well, you also have like college students that are learning how to do psyche valves doing their psyche valves. Very fucking true. So they don't know the psychotic. Like, they don't understand they're being manipulated. For. Yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. Like they these don't. guys are, they know how to pass a test. Hell, Gacy was given the damn, or no, Ed Kemper was given the damn tests. Yeah, he, at he, one he was, point, he was grading their fucking evals. He knew the answers were. He knew they, he knew how he to knew. play the system. Yep. The Florida Parole Commission, back in 1985, ruled to release Paul and ordered him to undergo psychiatric counseling and register as a sex offender. But that didn't happen until after his Duval County convictions in 1994, when he kidnapped and sexually assaulted a teenage girl from Clearwater. He climbed into her apartment window and forced her at knife point to leave with her in his red Bronco. He bound her with duct tape, and on the way to his apartment, he stopped by a wooded area in in Gainesville and said, quote, this is the kind of place people dump things they don't want to be found again, end quote. After he forced her inside his apartment and assaulted her, he allowed her to go to the kitchen to get a drink, and she made a break for it. She ran to a neighbor's door and asked for help. Paul was arrested and sentenced to 19 years in prison, and it's after this... But only seven with good behavior. It's after this charge that he's he gets um, suspected of kidnapping and murdering Tiffany. Three years after Tiffany went missing, another Gainesville woman, Elizabeth Foster, was reported missing. This is the one that um, I talked about just a second ago. So that her body was found. Okay, so we're going back in time a little bit with this one. Um, a little bit. So this was this was uh ninety one. Okay. Three years after Tiffany went missing, so this is the other woman that lived in the Gainesville area at the same time Tiffany did. All right. That Paul is suspected of murdering. 
So uh, her Elizabeth's body was found in a wooded area off of Williston Road, where Tiffany jogged every day at 5 p.m. About a mile from where the like the area where police think that she went missing, where the red Bronco was spotted. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. No. I don't believe in coincidences. Well, in true crime, the coincidences might as well be a fucking guilty plea. Literally. In January 2013, Paul was interviewed about Tiffany's disappearance. But the next month, February, Paul died in prison of natural causes. But the case doesn't exactly stop here. The police make a startling discovery. It doesn't go much farther than this, but it doesn't stop right here. The investigators said that Paul kept his version of a little black book with information on all of his victims. Basically like a calendar, like the little pocket size. Well, it was just like day planners. Yeah. Pretty much. It, it, the start of it, at least. It's it's literally a trophy book. Mm-hmm. So he would go and, and look at that date that was put in there and get his rocks off because that date was the the date of the murders. Mm-hmm. Like, most, most serial killers have trophies. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll take, like, the... Rodney Acala took the earrings. You know, it's... Gacy just kept them all underneath his house. Jeffrey Dahmer kept parts Penises of them he and, liked. Yeah. Skulls. The skulls. He built a skull shrine. Yeah. A out skull of his and favorite dicks. ones. Skulls and dicks. And had mummified dicks. And then the ones he really liked, he'd eat their their flesh. So all these guys have fucking trophies. And it could be as benign as just a, a book of dates. Mm-hmm. Linda Frieda was listed as his first victim. Detectives say that there is a possible reference to Elizabeth Foster in there as well. But there was one entry that was shocking to police. It was a very simple entry on the page of like one of the beginning pages in like the little like day planner, like a little pocket size day planner. It says number two, two, nine, eighty nine, number two, it had number two, both beginning and end. Um, investigators noted that the date written in the book was the same date that Tiffany went missing. And the number two could note that she was his second victim. So Linda Frieda and then Tiffany Elizabeth. Well, uh, what was the date for number three? Uh, they, the, the source period I found was just on Tiffany Okay. So it just said that three years later. We might have to do a deep dive on this guy at some point. I am so down. Like, it won't be this next year because we're we're booked up for next year. But we're going to put him in our back pocket. Because he sounds interesting. Yeah. Be a, it'd be a nice deep cut. Police started excavations of where Elizabeth's body was found in hopes that they would find Tiffany's remains. But they didn't. Spoiler alert. Mm. Gary Carp, a family friend of the sessions, told CBS News, quote, you remember this guy isn't around to fill in the blanks. You can only imagine. And I can tell you that it, it, the quote said imaging, but I'm pretty sure they meant imagining. 
It's not always the best thing because so many different thoughts run through your mind. Did my daughter suffer? Like there, because there, there was never any crime scene found. There was, there was just fucking nothing. In February of 2020, this is pretty recent. A search of an area in northeastern Alachua County after a tip came in of human remains in the area. It just so happened to be a tract of commercial timberland that Paul Rolls was known to have frequented when the property was full of pine trees. The tipster who contacted the sheriff's office stated that they were very young at the time, but they remembered seeing a red Bronco, a red truck, sorry, a red truck along the roadway and a man who matched Paul's description dragging a woman who matched Tiffany's description off the road and into the woods. However, cadaver dogs weren't able to detect or recover human remains. It is rumored that the good boys did alert on some evidence and that's being processed, but nothing has been released yet. The Alachua County Sheriff's Office asks for anyone who has any information on this cold case to contact Detective Kevin Allen at area code 352-384-3323 or email him at kallen at alachuasheriff.org or the Alachua Crime Stoppers, which is 352-372-7867. And if any of our Florida listeners, I know we have an older client, like demographic of listeners that are in their like 30s and 40s some 50s if you live in florida which i know some of you do and you know anything about this case i mean this would be right when you're like little Mm -hmm. and you'd be watching tv and finding out about this you're like Mm -hmm. what if you know anything about the case please call that sheriff's number or email them or the crime stoppers or crime stoppers Um, and just call somebody Call somebody. If you know something. If you know if you know something. If you see something, say something. Or if you saw something, say something, I guess I should say. Yep. But that was our King of Spades. Alright. Well hell yeah, that was that was fascinating, Sam. That was a good pull. I had so much morbid fun, but I had so much fun doing it. Uh that was a really good one. Alright, put your lady boner away for a second. Well, I'm excited because I didn't realize there was a serial killer involved in it, and you know how I fucking I like serial killers. I didn't either. My little feelers were like, ooh. Oh, I know. It's it like it like fueled me. I did this so late. I finished this so late at night, and I was just like, I just my little fingers were going. No wonder you sent that out so goddamn quickly. She was excited. I was on a roll, and I wasn't stopping. Well, it's that time, Sam. <laughs> Shuffle that motherfucker up and let's get a episode two of the deck series out of the way. This is so much fun. You have your good luck kitty over there. I got the good boy. He's, he's a he's a donut. That's a little burnt donut. He's a donut. As we hear Sam shuffling the. Deck. I can't do I can't do it like the. I go. can't do that. There's your ASMR uh, for you the day. There, yeah, there it is. Here, add a couple more of those. There you there go. You go. There you go. Would you like to cut it, Christian? Yeah, cut the deck. I cut. I took the jokers out this time. <laughs> yeah, because we had some <laughs> both, both of them. them. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, fuck right. it, guys, we aren't doing an episode, I guess." <laughs> All right. Next week's 
episode is the Four of Diamonds from St. Petersburg, Florida. It is 84-year-old Lawrence Ricker. He disappeared in March of 2006. Hmm. And if there's not enough on that one, Sam, give us a backup just in case. All right. I feel like this is going to be interesting. I have intuition that it's going to be interesting. It. The description is very interesting. Oh, I don't want you to read the description. I know, I'm not. I'm not giving it. Yes. Baited breath. But just in case, that one doesn't give us enough information. Our backup is the King of Hearts, which is 32-year-old Vivian Lee Edwards. She disappeared in Bay County, Florida in January of 1983. All right. So if our main one, who is... Lawrence Ricker. If that one doesn't give enough information, we will have a backup of... Vivian Lee Edwards. So... And then we're giving this deck away next week. Yep. And I will post that uh, contest info on Friday. Or today. Today, when this comes out. Um, Because it is Tuesday when we record. But I'll post it today, which is Friday... And we will end the contest at noon on the uh, Tuesday after the episode release. So if you want to uh, win this deck, then like the post, follow the podcast, and tag five people in the comments of the post. Make sure you tag the five people in the comments of the post. Yes, don't it, share it because we can't track If you that. share it to five people, I can't see that, so it doesn't get you an entry. Yeah, we can't see who shared it. We can see just see that it was We shared. had an issue with that last week, and luckily we got that corrected, and they tagged the five people in the post. But make sure you tag the five people. Um, and like the post and follow the podcast on Instagram. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us at Creeps in the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and enter the contest to our Facebook and Twitter list. Like fans get us on Instagram and Christian. That's where you come in a drop in the socials. We are so excited for Sam to just thrive in this cold case. Hell that she has created for us where we're just going to be edging for the next month. She's like flipping through the deck. It's it's she's like, so she's like I was reading that too. If you would like to I continue on with this Sam lady boner that she has going on for these cold cases and we are along for the ride and you guys are along for the ride make sure you guys are following us on the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok we appreciate you make sure you guys are liking sharing and Downloading the episodes so important. Yeah, why are make you not sure up to date? Downloads are on. Yeah, I actually had to turn mine on, and I'm actually on the damn show. So if that makes you feel any better, that it actually kicks you off your auto downloads after a certain amount of time. Yep. So make sure that you guys are downloading the show. We love you. Share the show. Yep. Share it. Share it in your Instagram stories and in your Facebook post. Tag us in it so I can see it because we really do appreciate it. It does help grow the show. And we want to, and we want to grow and build the community up. And I hope you guys are really enjoying this cold case series. Sam's got me converted. I'm kind of into the cold case shit now. See, see, 
And I know her gingerbread house is very moist by doing this series. So, (laughs) guys, until next Friday, stay creepy. Stay spooky. Bye.